0: welcome back to another episode of the balance with sam podcast on today's episode you guys just get me for a solo cast oh yeah and today's episode is going to be part of the sabotage series it's going to be talking all about giving yourself permission removing the words should and shouldn't from your vocabulary and how to cultivate an abundance mindset I just recently had a pretty big discovery on why I've been continually sabotaging myself when it comes to eating out. And I wanted to share my discoveries with you in hopes that it resonates. Really what was happening is I was restricting myself from certain things, and as a byproduct of that, when I would go out to eat, I would kind of feel the need to go crazy and binge eat, or just eat things that I knew wouldn't make me feel good. And so my own discovery of this has kind of, I guess, inspired me to create this episode to just give you permission to feel the things you do, to do the things you do, and to just ditch the word should, right? Let go of those expectations and do and live life for you. So let's get on to the episode. Thank you guys all for the support, as always. If you do enjoy the episode, please send me a message through Instagram, email, um, head over to my website, www.balancewithsam.com, or give me a review on iTunes. I love hearing from you. Now let's tune into the episode now. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. The Sabotage series that I have started is here, finally! Woo! Um, And on today's episode, I wanted to talk about um, coming from a place of lack and not giving yourself permission and this idea that I should or shouldn't be doing things. And I think I've just been talking a lot about this lately on my stories on Instagram, and it's been something that has resonated with a lot of you. And I know that this is going to be an episode that may hit home for a lot of you. Um, The reason why I decided to record the podcast was after a small little realization, which actually wasn't so small, it was actually pretty huge for me, about why I have continually sabotaged myself when eating like fun foods out that contain dairy um, and or gluten because I can't have gluten for the next few weeks because of this whole candida thing. Um, but I'm lactose intolerant and I have continuously, since I've realized I was lactose intolerant, just proceeded to say fuck it and eat those things while I'm out. Usually in a group of people and then I feel like shit for days after I break out and the entire cycle happens time and time and time and time and time again. And... Just this past weekend, I was away for one of my best friend's bachelorette parties and the whole weekend was great and I want to share this story with you because it it literally just happened to me and I thought I had kind of everything under control turns out I don't um and so this story is meant to just remind you that I'm still human even though I'm a coach I've made a lot of progress but that doesn't mean that there's not more that I have to make um and to just give you guys permission to also feel the same way um and that's where this episode eventually is going to lead so let's go back to the story so away in Portland, Maine beautiful beautiful city um on the northeast for my one of my best friends bachelorette parties And we decided to go out for pizza at a place called Flatbread. Um, I decided to get some pizza with dairy-free cheese. So I successfully made a decision there. But I went for a regular crust, which the past few weeks I have been eliminating gluten because it's been um, just prescribed to me as part of this detoxification of this candida, which is like a bacterial overgrowth I have in my gut which I will be expanding upon in a future episode. But anyways, all you need to know is I can't eat dairy and I can't eat gluten, garlic, or onions. So there's very, that eliminates mostly everything good tasting. (laughs) But there's still other foods left, so I've been trying to do the best I can. But while we were out, I decided to say, you know what? I'm going to get the dairy-free cheese, but I'm going to say fuck it with the crust. And I got and split a pizza with one of my friends, Noelle. Ate half the pizza. It was absolutely amazing. And then within about an hour, I looked like I was about six months pregnant. Um, My bloating was so severe. I felt like shit. I was mad at myself. Guilty. Felt shame. Um, And just all these emotions running through my head. And what I said to myself was just like, Sam, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why do you do this to yourself? You continuously eat things that you know you shouldn't. And as soon as I caught myself saying the word should, I was like, wait a second. Should, by definition, according to Merriam-Webster, should means it indicates obligation or duty, a desirable or expected state. And what I realized in that moment is, okay, if I shouldn't be eating this, right, or if I feel like I should have x y or z then that means i'm not giving myself permission to do something like there's a yin yang effect here and i'm missing out on the yang the yang is that i decide to eat dairy anyways and say fuck it eat gluten anyways and say fuck it and just continually sabotage and what is wrong with me like why do i keep falling into this cycle and let me just back up a second and say this has been an ongoing thing for probably I don't know, five to eight years where I am severely lactose intolerant. Like if I eat dairy within, I don't know, six hours, I will break out on my face. I get super bloated, super constipated, um, awful gas. Like you don't want to be in the same room as me, to be honest. And it's just not a fun experience for me or anyone that's next to me. Um, And I'm sorry to all of my friends that have endured me and dealt with me while I neglected and sabotaged myself, um, but basically after this, after going back to the story about eating this pizza, right, that happened. The bloat was real, and then we decided that we were going to go out to this bar of chocolate or this like um, confection bar um, in downtown Portland to celebrate the bride to be. And a few people got desserts. I knew I couldn't have any because they were full, mostly full of dairy, lots of cream and ice cream and chocolate and all that stuff that I can't eat. Um, And so I got a decaf coffee to at least give me something. Um, And then what did I do? I decided to have a few bites. And I probably had about, I don't know, eight to ten little bites of things. Um, which added up to me just being fucking miserable. My entire body was, like, inflamed. I felt like shit. I was, but more so, like, I was just mad that somehow, once again, I had just done that at dinner. I just ate the pizza and I knew I shouldn't have. And then what did I do? I ate the fucking dessert. I ate literally dairy-filled, like, I ate, like, a custard, which is the creamiest thing ever. Knew I shouldn't have done it. Did it anyways. Um, and... I try not to beat myself up about it too much in that moment. Because I was trying to enjoy the time spent with my friends. But when I got home, I was just really upset at myself. And I felt like I had reversed all of my progress. I felt like I had gained like 10 pounds. First of all, because I kind of looked like I had gained 10 pounds. But also because my mental state was just so skewed. Um, and I decided, I decided to... Journal about it because I didn't know what else to do. I knew that complaining about it wasn't going to be, you know, the way to fix it. I knew that complaining about it was just only going to, you know, send me into a downward spiral. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write about it. And I'm really happy I did because what I discovered was that the reason why I had been eating the things I knew I shouldn't have, only because they didn't make me feel good, not for any other reason, like not for health or anything. Um, just because one, I'm intolerant to, um, and two, they don't they they just don't agree with my stomach. I have a very sensitive stomach. The reason why I had been eating those things anyways was because I had not been giving myself full one hundred percent permission to enjoy the dairy free or gluten free versions of them at home in fear. That if I made dairy-free or gluten-free versions of the things I love and want, I would eat them all because of my binge eating past. So let me repeat that again. I didn't order dairy-free or gluten-free desserts or whatever. I didn't eat those things, right? Um, On a typical basis. And I I was pretty good at having enough willpower and self-control to not eat them. But when I was feeling low or when I wasn't fully distracted or fully fulfilled, that little slip would happen and I'd have a bite or two and that bite or two would turn into a mouthful or two, which would turn into, oh my God, I need to eat these things ASAP because I haven't had them in so long, which was a result of me not giving myself permission to just enjoy them in moderation in a way... And like a version of them, right? A dairy-free or gluten-free version of them at home on my own in fear of me binge eating. And the reason that I discovered this was because you guys know how much I love ice cream. I think I talk about this a lot in my stories. I always make the banana ice cream where you take a frozen banana, put it in a blender, it turns into ice cream, and you add toppings. And I make that for myself all the time because it's such a great treat. It doesn't make me bloat or feel like shit. And I've never once, never freaking one time ever just ordered regular ice cream or had a bite of someone's regular ice cream and said, fuck it, because I know how bad it's going to make me feel. Yet, when someone ordered this like chocolate ganache thing or creme brulee or God knows whatever else, some cheesecake thing, I did have a bite of all those things because I have never allowed myself to make those things for myself in a way that doesn't involve dairy or gluten at home because I was scared I was going to eat it all because in my past, I would have. And so I wanted to share that with you guys because that has been a form of restriction without me really realizing it. Like I thought this whole time I had been giving myself permission, right? But I really haven't been because in the past, if I had made like a batch of brownies that didn't have dairy or gluten in them, Or if I did make like a cake or anything dessert-like, I love to bake. If I made those things, I would just eat the whole fucking thing or eat like two-thirds of it because I couldn't stop myself because it was such a like rare thing for me to do. And so when I discovered that, I was like, wait a second. I've been giving myself permission with an asterisk. I haven't really fully been giving myself the permission that I needed. And I actually have been restricting And when I realized that, I was like, I was almost in tears at how excited I was from realizing that I was once again getting in my own fucking way. Like, I was the one holding back myself. I haven't allowed myself to bake. I love baking. Like, I love it so much, but I don't do it because... I've been in fear that I would mess up, or I would feel that I would eat the whole thing and like gain 10 pounds, which I know when I say it out loud is irrational, but in my mind, I would turn it into this whole big thing. And you know, when you come from a place of lack or of restriction, you don't feel like you're ever going to be able to eat those things or have those things again. I'm just talking about food here, but I'm going to kind of bring it full circle to all other areas of life. But I hadn't been giving myself the permission I needed, so I always felt restricted. And so once I realized that, oh my gosh, I just need to start baking more. Like, I need to start regularly making things like fun treats and stuff that I can eat that don't make me feel like crap, you know, that don't bloat me, that don't make me break out. And if I do that regularly, I won't feel restricted because I'll know I can always make more later. I can always have more later. There's an abundance. When there's an abundance mindset, You don't need everything because you know that you can always have more later. It's like when you know, you know, now in 2019, some employers give you unlimited time off. And studies have shown that when you give employees unlimited time off, more often than not, they don't take that much time off. In fact, they actually take less time off because they know they can leave whenever they want. So it doesn't make them feel like bound. You know, if you got put in a jail cell, you'd feel like you'd want to get the fuck out of there, right? But if you were given a jail, if you were put in a jail cell and given the key, like, oh, you can come and go as you please, it probably wouldn't be as urgent to get out, right? I mean, I'm not saying that you want to hang out in jail, but you kind of get my point. That restriction turns in to a binge. And this is something that I have experienced my entire life. But it's really been exemplified in the past few years. Um, And so I kind of wanted to just take you through what that looks like in my life, maybe see how you can relate, because I know that it's such a common feeling to not allow yourself to do X, Y, and Z, or to feel like you should do this or you shouldn't do that. But think about it, you guys. Since childhood, since we were children, You have had to ask for permission for everything, right? Like you had to have permission slips going on field trips. You had to ask permission to your parents to go see your friends. You had to ask your parents, can I eat this? Can I do this? Can I drink this? You're always looking for that approval, right? When you grow up and you become an adult, you don't need to ask permission, right? You don't need to, but we do. We still do. And... In order to unlock your full potential, like the truest, most authentic, most genuine, fulfilled self, you have to give yourself permission and own your life and your choices. And for me, the past five years, I have not been giving myself permission to do anything I wanted to do. I have not owned my choices. I have dispersed blame. I have made excuses and I have not owned my shit. And I'm being fully transparent with you because now that I'm aware of that, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. And I don't want you to do that either. So really, what I want to talk to you guys about is letting go of the should or the shouldn't and allowing yourself and giving yourself permission. And what I mean by that is, is a lot of things, but... Allowing yourself to succeed, right? Allowing yourself to fail, to be happy, to be yourself, to feel emotions, whether those be positive or negative, to just give yourself permission to eat a cookie if you want it, to go out to a movie with a friend instead of staying at work an extra three hours, you know, to do the things that you want to do, right? To not go to the party because you don't want to not feeling like you have to go because you should go no not allowing yourself to have a slice of cake because it's oh i shouldn't have that it's gonna ruin my diet well you know what happens after a lot of those shouldn't have that it turns into a whole lot of binging and that's been the story of my fucking life is not giving myself permission And then it coming back to bite me in the ass 10 times harder. That's exactly what the restriction binge cycle is, right? You're eating super clean Monday through Friday. You're like, oh, I'm so proud of myself. Like, I don't even want those treats. No, no, no. But actually, you do want them. You're just trying to lie. You're lying to yourself and you're trying to convince yourself you don't want them. Right? But then Saturday, Sunday rolls around. And, you know, you're not in the same routine and you're not in the same schedule and someone offers you a donut and you're like, no, I shouldn't. And then someone offers you another donut and you're like, fuck it. You have a donut and then you're like, well, might as well have a few more because I'm not going to be able to do this until next weekend. That is no way to freaking live, you know. And I say that kind of lateheartedly. But, God, it is soul eating And destroying if you let it take over. When you come from a place of lack and restriction, life is not full. It is not. We are not supposed to be in that space where we aren't giving ourselves permission. And right now I'm giving you permission to feel, to do, and to show up as you are. Because maybe you can relate to one of the many things I've just said. You know? Maybe you felt like in the past, oh, I I should go hang out with this person because, well, you know, they, they did me that favor this one time where they, you know, picked me up from work. But I really just need this time for me. Um, but... I don't know I should just go whatever I should just go see them and hang out with them but I I really don't want to what that's telling you is no you should speak your truth give yourself permission to not do that and stop saying should right I dare you I dare you to eliminate the word should or should not from your vocabulary and see what happens I actually tried it as a social experiment to myself. Um, I didn't really document much, but I can tell you I kind of spent a lot more money (laughs) that week. But it was some of the best investments I've made. And I'll tell you what some of those things were. So one of the first things that I've been wanting to do with my room, my bedroom, is I've been wanting to get more plants. I've been wanting to be surrounded by more nature and just like have this more zen home feel. And all that's been holding me back from doing it is oh I shouldn't spend money on myself. I shouldn't buy plants. They're just I'm just gonna kill them anyways. Like I shouldn't I shouldn't pour money into that. Like it's it's stupid. But like I every time I walk by the nursery that's near my house, I'm like, oh those plants are so beautiful. Like they just make me smile and you know, every time I'd walk by them, I'd kind of like light up inside a little bit and I don't know why, but they just kind of made me happy and i just i just never bought them i was like no like i shouldn't buy them i shouldn't buy them i shouldn't spend like it was like 75 dollars probably i don't even know for the pots and the plants and for someone to pop them for me and make them all pretty and then i did this little social experiment and i was like nope anything that i want i'm just going to do and stop thinking about why i shouldn't do it and so the plants thing was something that popped up in my brain. It was one of the first things I wanted to do. I was like, I'm going to go buy some freaking plants. So I went to the nursery. There's this little place called Pemberton's. It's near me in Cambridge. And I went there and I'm looking through the plants. And even just the experience of finding and picking out plants and flowers was like so I don't even know how to describe it other than like it was like nourishing to my soul I know that might sound really cheesy but it made me smile like I'm smiling right now you can probably tell and it was so cool I was like oh my gosh I'm Allowing myself to do this thing I've been wanting to do for like two fucking years. All I was is buying plants, you know. And it made me so happy. And I'm looking at them all right now. I think I have like one, two, three, like ten plants in my room. I have a bamboo plant. I have an umbrella plant. I have a orchid. I have some lilies, some cacti, um, some sun fun plants. I don't even know what they all are. But they just make my space energetic and alive and I just feel just it just feels good. And I was like, "Holy crap, that was only $75." Like that is nothing in the scheme of probably how like I would drop that in like a fancy dinner going out, you know? Um and I just did this for myself, something I've been wanting to do for so long. Now I get to look at them every day. And I was like, the payoff of that $75 was way more than the $75 I spent. Like the, the return was so big and as silly and small seemingly small as that example is just goes to show you like when you allow yourself to do those things whether it be buying plants right or eating a cookie like how fulfilling and rewarding that can be and how much that just really fills you it fills your heart and it brings you happiness and I think a lot of my life has been spent doing things that I thought I should be doing one of them being not spending money on myself because oh I should save all my money. I should save. I should save. I should never spend money on myself. Right. And that's it's a it's a good thing to save money, but it's it's also a good thing to to spend money on things that make you happy. Right. That bring you joy, as Marie Kondo says. Um, and these plants have done that for me. You know, they don't even talk to me, but they're there. Maybe I talk to them, but you know, they're just they're just in my space and they've they've brought me joy. Another example of this is giving myself permission to say no to things, to let go of things, whether it be tangible or not. So I have a tendency to overbook myself, to say yes to everything, to want to be everyone's friends, to not want to let people go. And I've realized over the course of time that that only comes back to fuck me over. And so going back to the shoulds, I always felt like, oh, but I shouldn't like let them out of my wife or I should, I should give them another chance, like the 15th chance or I should show up to this, you know, event or, and I was like, you know what, like, no, if I'm on my deathbed right now and I look back, am I going to be like, oh, I'm really glad I went to Susie's 28th birthday party at this shitty restaurant that i didn't even want to go to where i could have been like reading or going for a walk or doing something that i wanted to do you know no no i want to live my life for me and everyone wants to live their life for them you want to live your life for you right like it, if you disappoint someone temporarily then that's okay right that un- that discomfort is well worth you speaking up and showing your truth And you letting go, you saying no to things, because sometimes the more that we say no to other things, the more opportunities arise for you to say yes to other things that are way more in line with who you are and what you really want and where you want to be, and where you want to grow into. If you're always saying yes to everything just to be a people pleaser. Right. Like you're never going to live your life for you. I always say the empty cup thing. Right. Like you can't pour from an empty cup. And so you have to give yourself permission to do what's best for you. And you might have a false perception of what that is, but at least you're trying, right? You might fail, but at least you're learning and growing and expanding and that you're trying, right? Like if you fail, that means you're trying. If you never fail, well, God, are you are you actually getting outside of your comfort zone? You have to be able to fail. It shouldn't be something that we fear, Right? Because if we fear that failure, like if we fear letting someone down, well, God, all we're going to do is live for someone else's life. And that's, at the end of the day, that is not going to be a settling feeling when you're on your last breaths. And so I guess the reason why I'm sharing all this with you, right, is because this all, all stems back to... The approval piece, what we talked about at the very beginning, right? Since we were children, always needing permission, right? From our parents, from other people, that validation, the approval. For me, growing up, when I was lactose intolerant, right? Like, I didn't want to be lactose intolerant because it meant I couldn't enjoy the same foods as my friends. And I wanted to fit in. And as silly as it is, right, like, I just wanted to fit in and be able to eat cheese and ice cream with my friends, I would say fuck it in fear of not fitting in and not wanting to, like, bring it up. I didn't want to tell people that I had this problem because I was scared they were going to judge me or, like, make me feel like shit. And I still struggle with that. I was just talking to some of my best friends about it this weekend because they know what I'm going through right now with not with being on this kind of like elimination diet to figure out really what's triggering my digestive issues. They're like, Sam, you don't need to feel bad about it. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I get so self-conscious about it. And as I was saying that, I was like, why? Like, why do I get self-conscious about it? Everyone's telling me not to, right? And it's like, because I'm still in that space where I feel like I don't fit in, right? And food was the thing that soothed me in the times where when I was in a group setting, all I wanted to do was fit in. And eating the same foods as my friends was a way for me to fit in. And it's like once I've realized that, I'm like, wait a second, I was using the food that made me feel like absolute trash to help me fit in. And it was this sabotaging cycle. And as I'm saying this, I'm even having a deeper, really like a deeper realization of what I've been doing. And It makes me really excited to go into the next social setting and know that, okay, if there was like a cheesecake or a dessert that I really wanted to have on the menu, what am I going to do? I'm going to recreate that version of it, one that I can eat that doesn't have dairy and it doesn't have gluten, it doesn't have any of the shit I can't eat and eat it and give myself permission to eat it because I can, right? Like I should eat those things because balance, right? That's my whole entire philosophy, And yet again, right? Like I've been, I haven't been truly living aligned to that. You know, I'm not in congruence with my actions and my words. And so I want to be, I want to be in alignment. This is one of the last things, this eating like food and giving myself permission, right? Where I haven't fully let myself just do it, right? I... Now I'm realizing that I have been sabotaging in that way. Like, I've been restricting at home because I've been scared. I've been scared of binge eating because I've made so much progress on it. And you know what? Like, I did the other day. It wasn't nearly as detrimental as, like, you know, it's been in the past, but... It definitely was this feeling of not being in control, eating way past the point of fullness, just in eating things I know that were going to make me feel like crap. And why did I do that? Because I felt like I wasn't going to be able to have it again. I felt like there wasn't going to be an opportunity for me to have more later. But guess what, you guys? There's always going to be more later. There's always going to be more opportunities, whether that be with food or with experiences Right, there's always going to be more, and so I'm giving you the permission right now. Whatever you're holding back with doing, right? Maybe it's spending money on yourself, maybe it's asking someone on a date, you know, maybe it's taking a break from dieting. Oh, but I should be in a fat loss phase, oh, but I should, you know, lose weight for the summer. But you know, that's not really what your body needs right now. Maybe you do just need to work on some other stuff maybe you need to work on your mental health which is what i'm working on right now maybe fat loss is not the right thing for you right now you know just being at peace with that knowing that you are enough as it is right giving yourself permission to feel the way that you do and not judging it negative emotions are going to happen right pain is going to happen this was a painful experience for me right but Pain is a reminder that we're alive. Pain is also an opportunity for us to grow. And pain has also led me to be speaking about this exact topic, this exact point in time, to share with you and to give you permission to feel the same goddamn way. We all just want to feel like we are enough, like we are loved, like we are worthy and deserving. And for a long time, especially if you've listened to my past sabotage episodes, I have not felt that way. Food was a way that I coped with that. I used food as a drug to cope with my place of lack, my place, the space that I was in where I didn't feel loved, I didn't feel worthy, and I did not feel deserving. Food filled up that void for me. I was actually talking to Sarah Duff and Marcy Nevin, two fellow coaches, two of my best friends, about this exact topic the other day. And we were talking about the fact that food is the most common but most readily available and socially acceptable drug, right? Alcohol, actual drugs, like hard drugs, sex, um, you know, over-exercising, there's a lot of different things. Those are all maybe less acceptable versions. over is probably highly praised as a way of coping, right? People are like, oh, beast mode, oh, doing all this other stuff, oh my god, you work out 17 times a day, you're awesome. No, no, that's not what that is. That means you don't feel good enough, and so you're trying to prove to yourself and to others that you are. Food, binge eating with food, coming from a place of lack, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy enough, using food to cope, sabotaging. That was me. Still is me, but working on it. Sex, drugs, alcohol, all feeling a void because you aren't comfortable in your own body and mind, especially mind, right now because you don't feel worthy enough or good enough or deserving of love. at some point in your childhood love became conditional but that's the thing love is not conditional it's unconditional and as soon as you make it have conditions that's where you're scared that's where you fear the lack of love and so I just want to remind you that You are deserving, worthy, and loved. And you always have been. But there has been a place in your life, maybe you figured it out, maybe you haven't, where someone changed your mind around that topic. Someone didn't make you feel good enough. I told you guys about my experience about being on that bus, not being heard, not being seen, right? I bit someone in the arm to feel good enough so that they would listen to me. I'm sure you guys have similar stories. It might not be biting, right? But it it's something. Somewhere along the lines, someone didn't listen to you. Someone didn't hear you. Someone didn't give you the attention, the validation, the love, right, that you needed. And you process that as you not being deserving or worthy enough to receive it. Maybe they didn't mean their actions right maybe those girls that did ignore me they weren't ignoring me because I wasn't worthy or deserving of love that's not why they did it they were just being five year old girls on a bus they had no idea but I took that I internalized it and I made it about me right I created this whole narrative in my head that I wasn't good enough and so I've spent god the past 23 years trying to prove it you know And by proving it was through my body and my physique and how I looked, which was through dieting and restricting. And this brings us right back full circle to now understanding that I am enough, I am worthy, and I am loved. And that was just a story that happened. It doesn't mean it was true, but it's what my ego changed it to be. And it tried to protect me from and now i'm giving myself permission, you know? i'm allow i'm i'm investing in myself because i'm worth it, right? like i know that about myself. i know that i'm put on this earth to do big things. i know that i was not meant to fit in. i am a fucking weirdo, you guys. i do not fit in. and when i am in social settings, that's also why i'm a lot more apt to use food to cope because i don't feel like i fit in, you know? with my family, with my friends. I still don't. There's certain people that I feel like I fit in more with, but I still don't feel 100% like I fit in. Something that I recently read in Brene Brown's Raving the Wilderness was about the fact that she feels that same way. And it. when I read that, it made me feel so amazing, which is what I hope this podcast makes you feel because it gave me permission to feel like it's okay to not fit in. But what she did say, which is even more powerful, was that despite her not feeling like she didn't fit in, she felt like she belonged. And not belonged to any social group or group of people or, you know, identity, but to herself. And right now, I've never felt more belonging to myself. I'm showing up authentically. I am showing up in alignment, in integrity of myself, what I believe, what I think is right, the truest me. I am bare naked, not literally, although that would be kind of funny if I was naked recording this podcast, but I am as raw as it gets, like I can't share, I will continue to keep sharing more and more and more, but this is it, you guys, like I'm fucking sharing with you. The stuff I don't even talk to like my friends about. Because I have, for, for some reason, I have a much easier time sharing my shit on the internet with a bunch of some strangers, some clients, some friends, and some people I just don't even, you know, ha- will never communicate with than I do with my closest people. Right? But I feel like I belong to myself. And because of that, I know... That this is my superpower. Like, when I record these podcasts, you guys, when I get on my stories and talk, when I share content, I know, like, I could speak for hours on this thing. And I know that is why I'm on this freaking earth. That is my superpower. If I had a cape, it would be this. Right? I'm going to make a cape. Yeah, I'm going to make a cape for sure. And so I'm giving you permission to do the things you want to do. Oh, What do you really love, right? I asked one of my clients, one of my clients, Rachel. She's amazing. She has been on a loss journey. She has been kind of secretly restricting without realizing it. We got on the phone and talked. I'm going to share a little bit, just share a little snippet of her story. But she told me that she really loved all of the high protein, you know, like alternatives to her favorite treats. And I was like, but do you really she's like, yeah, I do, Sam, like, they're great, you know, they don't make me feel bad, and blah, 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 and, and I was like, okay, cool, I was like, when's the last time you had a real, real version of that, and she's like, well, she's also lactose intolerant, so she kind of has limitations on what she can eat, she's like, well, you know, to be honest, like, I don't really crave that stuff, but she's like, I'll, I'll occasionally, like, occasionally crave, like, a piece of, of bread or something, and, and I was like, uh-huh, okay, so talk to me about your bread. How much bread are you consuming on a week basis? And she's like, oh, no, 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 I don't I don't want myself to have bread. You know, like I have like flat-out wraps or the Joseph's wraps or the high-protein versions of wraps or bread or whatever, but I don't just eat bread. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I just, I just don't. And so that was like red flag, red flag, ding, 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 ding. I was like, wait a second, Rage you're, do you think you're restricting yourself from not having the bread? She's like, no, it's just like, I just don't really, it's like not work. You know, I just, ah, and she's kind of hemming and hawing about it. And I was like, well, okay, when's the last time you had bread? And this, this conversation happened sometime in May, I think. And she told me like January and I was like, what the hell girl? It's like, go have yourself a slice of bread. And she's like, well, it's not so much bread that I love. She's like, I just love bagels. I haven't had a bagel in so long. I was like, why? She's like, well, I don't know. I just, just haven't really like allowed myself to have one. And I was like, all right, I got some homework for you. The first thing I had her do for that next month, right, that we were working together, was like, go get a bagel. She's like, I love it with salmon and cream cheese. She has got all excited on the phone. She's talking about the bagel, the bagel sandwich, the whole experience of these amazing bagels in Denver. I'm like, all right, this is your freaking homework. Go get yourself a bagel with salmon and cream cheese and onions and capers and, all the, and the dill and everything and fucking eat that thing, all right? And give yourself permission to eat the whole thing. If you don't want the whole thing, don't eat the whole thing. But give yourself permission to eat the whole thing. So I was like, send me a photo when you do. So... few days later I get a selfie of her eating the bagel and she's got the biggest smile on her face she was so happy and I was like how'd that feel and she's like oh my god it was so good like holy crap right so a few weeks goes by and she sends me a photo yesterday of a pizza homemade pizza says I'm so excited to have this as leftovers. I had a salad before, but ate some of the pizza. It was so good. She's slowly starting to give herself permission. She has not been allowing herself to make these things, right? Like she kind of has this carb phobia, which I've had. I'm sure you guys have, right? And as soon as we kind of relinquish that, I'm giving her her homework. She wasn't a fat loss phase. Her homework is to eat more of the things she loves, to eat carbs, to eat pizza, to eat bread. Like, what? When's the last time you heard about that as being your homework from a fat loss coach? I don't know. But you know what's going to happen? Is she's going to start feeling like she can have anything she wants. So she's not going to feel the need to binge on the weekends anymore. Because that's what she was doing. Right? Whether she knows it or not, she was coming from a place of lack. I was too. I still am. But I'm learning and I'm getting better. And so I want to share this with you guys because it has the power to change your relationship with food, to change your relationship with spending money on yourself, whether it be on a set of plants, on maybe a piece of art that you've been wanting to buy yourself, on a book that you've been wanting to read, on a massage that you just really need, but you're like, I shouldn't spend that hundred and something dollars on it because I got to feed my family. Yeah, well, you have to feed your family, but I'm sure... You're still going to feed your family and you can still make this happen, right? Giving yourself permission to have a bagel with cream cheese, right? And then just move on with your life. Stop saying the word should or should not, right? It indicates an expectation, an obligation, a standard that someone else set for you. You don't. That's not even the, something that you've made. That's when you say I shouldn't have this, according to what? You shouldn't, you shouldn't have this cookie according to who? That's only in your own head, right? Get that out of your head. You know what you should do? What you want. Because your life is for you. So, that kind of wraps up today's podcast. Giving yourself... Permission. I'm going to give you homework and it's going to be writing yourself a permission slip to do at least five things, right? Things that you've been wanting to do that you haven't, things you've been wanting to try or eat or conversations you've been wanting to have or people that you've been wanting to let go or boundaries that you've been wanting to create, changes you've been wanting to make, where you spend your energy, Where you say yes. Where you say no. Where you love. Where you let go. I want you to give yourself permission. Whatever that means to you. Maybe it's giving yourself permission to go on a five minute walk after dinner. Even if that means that your husband has to watch the kids for a few minutes. He'll understand. And if he doesn't. Just slap his ass a little and, you know, run out the door. I kid, but, you know. Um, maybe it's telling that coworker, hey, you know what, I'm I'm actually not going to go out for lunch because I made my lunch and I want to enjoy it, you know. Or maybe it's saying yes to date night with your partner. Even when work is kind of crazy, but knowing that you're part of a relationship, right? And you guys have date night on Thursdays and you got to show up because you want to. Your work will be there, right? But you shouldn't ditch him. (laughs) So when you find yourself coming from a place of lack, restricting, 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 I want you to just kind of take note of those things. Figure out what it is you're not allowing yourself to do. What it is you're not allowing yourself to have or to be. And right now, in this very moment, I'm giving you permission to feel, to do, or to be whatever it is that you want. I love you guys so much. I can't even begin to describe how much being on this platform means to me. Podcast, Instagram, my website... This new project I just released with Sarah, Queens of Strength. All of it. It is the most fulfilling work I have ever done. And I just hope that it continues to grow and expand in abundance for you. And continues to help change your life and make a difference. And if if this episode did resonate with you, please, please take a screenshot of it and tag me on Instagram. Salty Lives. Send me an email. News at balancedwithsam.com. Go to my website, www.balancedwithsam.com. Go on iTunes or Spotify. Give me a review. Send me feedback. I love hearing from you. This is literally what makes this podcast continue is because I've been getting such good feedback. If I didn't know it wasn't helping you, I wouldn't keep making these episodes because they're hard. It's hard to talk to you about the things I struggle with the most, you know, but... I know that it's helping. And even if it only helps one of you, well, that I'm doing my job. So please let me know what you think. I'm really looking forward to, to hearing feedback from you on this one. And if there's any topics that you guys do want me to talk about, please sell, please tell me. Because that's how you know I can create better content for you. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And be on the lookout for a new episode next week. All right. Love you guys. Bye.